Hello, I'm Andrew Locke, and this is the show that helps entrepreneurs like you to get more done and have more fun. In this episode, why most airlines suck, how to overcome information overload, where to find royalty-free images for your website or blog, and a big lesson from McDonald's. What is going on with airlines? Everything I mentioned about Virgin Airlines in episode three, I think it was, has been reinforced lately. First of all, I recently flew on a European airline called EasyJet, and that took us from Barcelona to London. Now, this airline has a reputation for no frills, but let me tell you, the price wasn't no frills, it was expensive. And on board, the meal was a collection of random pre-packaged pots of stuff, and best of all, do you want to see the knife they give you? Look at this little gem. Emphasis on the word little. I'm not even sure which way you're supposed to hold it. That way? I don't know. <laughs> so, interestingly, this thing is not because of security. Some other airlines are using proper cutlery. They're using real knives and forks, so it can be done. Now, the next airline experience was a few days later with British Airways, and that took us from London to New York. Now, I was keen to try out their business class service because the way it was showcased online looked very impressive. The problem was, what I saw on BA's site bore no resemblance to what I experienced once I was on the plane. For example, I was looking forward to enjoying their terraces lounge with all the amenities. Unfortunately, it was closed for refurbishment. I was looking to enjoying the more than 200 channels of movies, music, games and audiobooks, all on a large screen. What I experienced was six movie channels, two of which were in other languages, and they all looked like the quality of a VHS tape that had been played about four trillion times, and they all started playing while I was asleep and stopped when I woke up. Oh, and if you wanted to go to the bathroom, you'd have to miss 10 minutes of the film, because there's no way to pause it. Oh, and the screen on my MP3 player is larger than the screen that I had in business class. The icing on the cake was the video about how to fill in a landing card. It was laughably outdated, and it even featured a really old British Airways logo, which means that that presentation hasn't been updated in more than 12 years. Probably a lot more, actually. I could go on. Maybe I will. There's American Airlines. Don't you just love them? Some bright spark in management has decided it would be an excellent idea to charge us $15 each way to take our bags with us on a flight. Not an extra bag, just a bag. Now, call me old-fashioned, but when you book a flight, shouldn't you be able to take your clothes with you? Only two carry-on items! <gasps> And it doesn't take a genius to figure out that millions of passengers are now going to take bulging, oversized bags onto the plane, hoping to cram them in somewhere to avoid paying the fee. <laughs> and when their bags don't fit, all the other passengers are going to have to wait while they check them. Great, more delays and a lot more unhappy passengers. The seatbelt sign is on! Look, here's my take on this. Charging people to take a bag with them is beyond stupid. It's ridiculous. I fully understand that airlines need to make more money, 
So here's an idea. Add the $15 onto the price of the ticket. No one's going to notice it there. Or simply increase the fee for overweight bags. Charging passengers as they check in when they're already stressed is a recipe for disaster. It's going to delay the check-in process further and people will probably be angry about it throughout their flight. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! A spokesman for AA said, We understand that consumers would be frustrated with another fee. Precisely for that reason, we did our best to communicate the full impact that oil is having on our business. My response to that is, who cares? I don't want to hear about AA's problems with oil, do you? Virtually every business has rising costs, and most manage to find creative ways to deal with it that don't entail upsetting virtually every customer. What's next? Maybe they'll start charging us for a, a packet of stale peanuts. Or what about a pay toilet? I can just imagine the flight attendant saying, I'm sorry, if you don't pay the fee, you can't have a wee. Let me tell you, American Airlines business sucks. They do not understand that everything is marketing. And marketing is everything. They've probably destroyed the last remaining piece of loyalty that their customers might have had. Let me know your opinion on this by commenting on the blog. Moving on, it's time for your questions with Ask Andrew. Okie dokie, question here from Bob Marconi. And Bob writes, I have a real problem with information overload and finding my focus. Any ideas how I can overcome this? Well, I think this is something most of us can relate to. And to realize the extent of this issue, think about this. It's been said that one issue of the New York Times contains more information than the 17th century man or woman would have encountered in a lifetime. So clearly we have a problem. What can we do? Well, here's my five practical tips to help reduce information overload. Number one, set a time limit for research and stick to it. Don't be distracted by information that isn't relevant. If necessary, bookmark it and check it out after work. Number two, have a large clock on your desk to remind you of the importance of your most precious resource, time. Number three, use email filters to automatically sort messages as they come in. Number four, unsubscribe from all email lists that don't provide value. Most just pitch products that you don't need or want. Five, learn to skim information to process it faster. Quickly move on from information that isn't relevant. This week's Nifty Click is a website that has more than 350,000 high quality stock photos that you can use on your website for free. It's called sxc.hu, which stands for Stock Exchange. You can search directly or browse a category to find what you're looking for. And when you find something suitable, simply click on the download button and the image is yours. Very nifty. I hope you like that one. Now, before we move on, I'd like to ask a favor of you. I'm trying to get this show featured on iTunes, and to do that, could you help us out by leaving a comment on iTunes? It's very simple. After you've watched this episode, click on the link on the right of the blog that says, Use iTunes. 
and when iTunes has opened, click on the button that says write a review. Then just leave your comment. If you could do that after you've watched this episode, that would be fantastic. Now this week's big brand is McDonald's. Here's a company that needs no introduction. They are the giant of the fast food industry, with more than 30,000 restaurants in over 100 countries. That's right, millions of people have been supersized. So why have McDonald's been so successful, despite the fact that many other chains have better food, in my opinion. My favorites are Wendy's and In-N-Out. The answer is, in one word, system. They have a system for every aspect of their business. Now this is fascinating because most people don't realize this about McDonald's. Their whole business revolves around systems. In fact, from the very start, their founder, Ray Kroc, was obsessed with developing systems. He even named the company McDonald's Systems Incorporated. He was smart in realizing that if he was going to expand the business, nothing could be left to chance. Everything needed to be replicated over and over, whether it was in the same country or eventually any part of the world. Now, McDonald's really did think of everything. Things like finding out the maximum number of hamburgers they could stack in a box without squashing them. They realized that seconds could be saved if they used buns that were pre-sliced all the way through rather than stuck together. And they even figured out the best place to position the drinks machines and all the cups and lids and so on so that all staff can reach them just within a couple of steps. Now all those things became part of a system and everyone uses that system. McDonald's own Hamburger University ensures that every staff member receives consistent training. It's a system. Nothing is left to chance down to the way that every staff member politely asks for an order. It's the same words used in every restaurant. Now this obsession with systems means that even an inexperienced person in their 20s can manage a McDonald's restaurant. And we've all seen that, haven't we? They get the training, they get all the manuals, all the systems, and they follow it step by step. And it works. So how can you apply this to your business? Well, most small business owners don't have a system for anything. So the first lesson is to recognize that we need systems. Here's what to do. Grab a notepad and jot down the processes that you do regularly or fairly regularly. Write those down. Next, make a note of any process you've done in the past that has brought results. And those things are obviously prime candidates to be included in a system because if it worked before, you should repeat it over and over again. And then you also want to make a note of the end results that you're looking for. Once you know those end results, you can work back to figure out what you need to do to get those results. And those elements will become part of your system. Now, personally, having systems has been one of the big breakthroughs in my business, and that's why I'm such a big fan of them. You may or may not be aware that I produce a monthly training program that is full of pre-made marketing systems that you can copy to improve your business. If you're interested in finding out more about that, just click on the link down on the right-hand side of the blog for more information. That's microwave marketing. Well, that about wraps it up for this week. I'm Andrew Locke. 
Don't forget to click on the iTunes button to leave your comment on iTunes. And until next time, as always, it's been a pleasure to help you get more done and have more fun.